You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads Agency. Here's something that I think that we should focus on a bit and something we haven't really done too much of, but it's an area that I think that when we start to run more YouTube campaigns to pre-build these lists, this is kind of an advanced strategy. The specific campaigns to test outside performance max kind of boil down to YouTube. GSP and display was not a really good idea. You can use them. Let your client know. A lot of times they're like, holy crap, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, can we use their video? That's great. I'll contact them and ask them if I can use it. That's a really, really easy way to get buy-in from a client that may not want to run YouTube. We could do this tomorrow. So we got the audience segmentation in market infinity, YouTube remarketing. Ah, so YouTube remarketing with feeds to channel engaged users. Here's something that I think that we should focus on a bit and something we haven't really done too much of, but it's an area that I think that when we start to run more YouTube campaigns to uh, pre-build these lists, this is kind of a, uh, an advanced, I guess, strategy. If you go into tools and settings and you go into the audience manager, you have to have a YouTube account linked up already but when you have linked your YouTube account, it, give, it gives you the ability to start to create really specific type of audience specific on YouTube. So when you go into your data segments, click on the plus symbol and type in and click on YouTube users. Now, what this will do is you get to select your channel. And this is just my channel here because it's just linked up to my, my MCC account here, but we'll have to like, let me actually just pull into an actual channel here. Hold on, let me go into this one. I don't know if I could do this one because we're banned from using anybody. So let's just see. All right, cool, this works. So this is the channel here and you know, you're gonna have the, the client subscribers and videos and you can actually segment the users this way. So viewed any channel, or sorry, viewed any video from a channel. Now, this isn't someone else's, this is your channel. So it says viewed any video from a channel. It's like, okay, well, what's the channel? My channel. So you have to be able to link it up first. But if you say view any videos, a view a certain video, you can say, okay, in this channel that is yours, which video? So you can actually start to, if you're running ads uh, and you're gonna have organic traffic to that video as well, I can actually segment to a person that's actually seen a very specific video. The nice part about this is you can actually say viewed any video as an ad from a channel. So not if they organically ran across the video, but they had to have been impressed by the ad first. They had to have seen it. When they say seen it, that means viewed, which means watch longer than 10 seconds of. Now five seconds, 10 seconds. So if they watch more than 10 seconds, then that's a view an engaged view or whatever it is on that video as an ad. Well, this is really, really great if I want to build my own sequence to say, hey, you're, I'm going to take, you know, Glenn and I'm going to show Glenn this ad first. And now once he watches that, I'm going to then put another video with an incentive. You know, we can start to build a little mini funnel inside of YouTube with our own videos or even just the people that have watched it on our channel organically. We have a lot of our organic channel views for us. This is a great tool that we could use as well for Solutions 8. There's viewed certain videos as an ad. So viewed any video as an ad, view certain videos as an ad, subscribed to the channel, visited our channel page, liked, added any video from a channel to a playlist, or shared any video from a channel. These are awesome, awesome insights. If I'm like, hey, I, that's a really cool product, and I also think that Yusuf's going to love this product, then they say, hey, check out this video. I shared that video. So you can actually start to segment these out. What's nice about this is I can say, okay, viewed any video from a channel. Let's just call that one. And we select our YouTube channel. 
And then the pre-fill options, I can pre-fill with people for the last 30 days. So now, boom, instantaneous audience. I got 30 days worth of all video viewers on my channel. Or I can start empty. Either way, it, you make it very specific. But then the membership duration. I can keep a person in this audience for 540 days. So I can backfill it 30 days. So from essentially starting day one to 570 days, this audience will be will be live. And then as soon as day 571 comes about, the first day those people exit my subscription of this audience, the membership of it. So when you're talking about the YouTube remarketing, this way here is an excellent way to build an audience. Now, it's outside of YouTube though as well. Think about this. What if I said that if anybody did this, viewed any video as an ad for my channel, and I use this audience now on a, not an observation, but maybe a targeted audience to my brand name in a search campaign. So what am I doing? I'm saying I'm pumping out a whole bunch of YouTube ads. And if anybody watched that ad and then Googled my brand name, that person will be in that audience. So I can see that this person saw my ad then Google my brand name. We're developing an attribution here. So we can actually see those people that are, that are actually in it. It's a way for us to say like, okay, well, is YouTube working? Well, we're using YouTube and yes, it's working, but we can also see if they have brand engagement by Googling the brand name. You can simply attach this as an observation audience to the existing brand campaign. Now there's no more additional aspect, no new campaign, no new work. And now what's nice about this is we can say, yes, I'm already running a brand campaign and I'm running YouTube. And did you know that of the last 237 brand conversions, 117 of them saw our YouTube ad? That is so powerful, John, because we don't have any insight into outbound video except for that, really, whether it's working or not. So we would have to set up outbound video, then go into our existing brand campaign and add an audience of people that people that viewed it, a video ad, mm -hmm. which is this, mm -hmm. I guess. And then we can show the clients, hey, our outbound video is working because here in branded audience, here in brand under audiences, we can see how many of the branded converters viewed a video ad first. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's yep. really cool. We can even, if we wanted it to be a little bit more, a little bit more probably accurate, rather than viewed any video as an ad from a channel, because sometimes these people, for whatever reason, those don't populate. I don't know why. I've had this glitch out a few times, but what actually works better is viewed any video from a channel, which they could see an ad and then they might have just went to our YouTube channel on their own for solutions. Eight. Yeah, that's going to happen because we spend three grand a day on YouTube. People are going to keep seeing our ad, our ad, our ad, our ad, our ad. Oh, you know, they have a lot of videos. Then they go to YouTube, they type in youtube.com and go to our channel. Now I have two points of conversion that I can capture them on. Viewed any video from a channel or viewed any video as an ad on the channel. I can, I can count those as two different audiences, but I would include this one. Yes, it could capture a person that already knew about them and had already been to their channel, then Google the brand name. That's okay, but we need to have a backup because for whatever reason, this one, I don't know why glitches. I've tried this once where I'm like, okay, in a week, we should have an audience and it just never made it over like five. I don't know why, but it would not count them. So <clears throat> this is a little bit buggy, but when it works, it works well. So this is just something that I would say is, is a good, good way to identify this. Ankar, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Could we add this to? Mm -hmm. Cool. And you'll follow it. Yep.
Okay. Because we're only Very running good. one. We're only running one YouTube campaign, and we only mm. have one brand, mm. which is perfect. Now there's not going to be overlap because yeah. here's the bad part: is anybody that clicks on that YouTube ad may not have Google the brand name, and they may kind of skirt past the brand campaign and just go brand themselves right into Performance Max. So it kind of muddies it a little bit, but it's a good lead indicator. Performance Max threw a wrench in all these old strategies here. But if I'm running a brand campaign, mm. Performance Max campaign, YouTube campaign, YouTube engagement to Performance Max conversion and brands over here wondering what's going on, <laughs> it's not gonna, no one's going to show up in that audience. So just know that there's going to be a little bit of a oddity. But what is true, though, is I can build these audiences and then target them proactively. Maybe I have a Performance Max campaign that is just using my data of all my YouTube users and I want to engage and offer to them wherever they may be. Perfect. Performance Max campaign to the audience signal, which is the people that I built as my audience and go. Could you, using that strategy, John, from a brand perspective, if you wanted to show a client that YouTube is actually getting brand conversions, create an RLSA campaign, create ad groups with all those different YouTube audiences and, and try that as an experiment. Yeah. Any yeah. conversions in that RLSA campaign that's got all those YouTube audiences, boom, there you go. Yep, Absolutely. It did any it was nice when we start to dive into more YouTube YouTube driven campaigns. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Those YouTube, those YouTube audiences, we, we should set them up first. Is if we can set them up first, we can use them anywhere later on. We can see how the audience grows. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's, it's free data development, essentially. And then, Glenn, we can attach a feed if we wanted to. Be like, anybody that's been to my channel, viewed in a video as an ad, I can remarks them and then put a product in front of them. You know, we can, we can start to attach those feeds to a really engaged user. If I know that you've watched three of my videos as an ad, perfect. I can probably start to engage you now with, with products if I'm e-commerce. So we're talking about creative ways to scale e-commerce. There's, this is a really good way to prove concept, but also remark to those people that we know we're engaging right now. The specific campaigns to test outside performance max kind of boil down to YouTube. GSP and, and display was not a really good idea. So that one kind of covers that topic. That's the different types of top of funnel creation types. So that, that covers those two, which is basically at the end of the day, YouTube. But here's what's cool. So if I'm going to be in my YouTube top of funnel campaign, here's what I mean. Use this with a high degree of speculation and only upon client's approval. But if I have a YouTube ad right here, I can develop a new YouTube ad. I'm just grabbing anything. And if I go into YouTube and I go into as an example, I can see if there's, all right, perfect. So I'm not sure who this is, heatless overnight curls. Let's say this is someone that was like, hey, this is an amazing product and I love it and everyone should buy it. And oh my gosh, it's great because she's a content creator. She's also probably an affiliate marketer who is trying to earn a following and money for herself. Well, I could take that video actually and then run that as an ad to my own website. So because I can use any YouTube video online that is public to YouTube, this is completely fine. Now, would I cause an upset between 
yeah, probably. There's probably something behind the scenes there that I can't simply just grab. We could also put you know, our call to actions and our products there. So we can have a feed, we put products in there, everything can be great. We can say, hey, this video is a, is a person that is reviewing our heatless hair curls, and I'm gonna put my heatless hair curls products down here. Awesome. But make sure that your client knows it's not their video and it's driving traffic to themselves. So that's the bad part. Don't just do this, get it cleared by the, get it cleared by the, what is it called, the, the client first. FA, what the hell was that ad? I don't know. I skipped it too fast. I didn't even hear it. I tried to mute it because it blasted my ear while I was talking, so it wasn't even paying attention. But <clears throat> that is how you use essentially curated content with other people's YouTube ads. You can use them. Let your client know. A lot of times they're like, holy crap, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, can we use their video? That's great. I'll contact them and ask them if I can use it. And that's a really, really easy way to get buy-in from a client that may not want to run YouTube. We could do this tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number eight, dot com.